Were you an athlete, school teacher, or maybe worked in a corporate world? Our careers, they tend to be the way that we identify ourselves. Now what happens when that identity is taken from you? We found ours in real estate. Now let us help you find yours on a free agent real estate investing podcast. Starting now. Welcome to the Free Agent REI Podcast. I'm your co-host, Stratton Brown. And I'm your co-host, Michael Butler, man. Thank you guys for joining us. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. If you are watching this on YouTube or you're listening to it on the pod, on the podcast app, whatever platform, please go subscribe. Give us a five-star review. Make sure you like the video. And if it brings you any value, please share it with your friends. We aren't running ads yet. Too broke, man. We can't afford ads. I'm too broke to run ads. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I know we've been gone. We've been gone for two weeks again. Um, shit, maybe a week. A week. I think last week we didn't we didn't do anything last week. I don't know. Y'all tell us. I can't remember. But if you, we got a couple people in here. Tell us where you're from. Where are you watching? Odds are you're in Fresno, California. But <laughs> those are only people that really fuck with us, right? And so, <laughs> but that's what's crazy though. Like what I've seen with my brand. Everything, just the way the algorithms work, everything starts off in Fresno and then it grows, right? But then even with Mark, I was on the um, jet with Mark. Four people are from Ohio, like from Columbus. That's where Mark's from. He's like, bro, whatever it is, I have a bunch of Ohio dudes who just rock with me, no matter what it is. Hey, man, they want to see his success. Same thing with the people here in Fresno, man. They want to see our success. Um, so, yeah, they, they tune in. They support us. And. Maybe one day shit just blows up, man, and, and we'll remember those four people. I will. <laughs> I will. We'll we'll remember you. We'll remember you. But let's how's business been, bro? Uh man, business business been uh, you know, it's getting there. It's getting there. Um Airbnb hurricane. Airbnb hurricane. Um my wife's done a fantastic job with, you know, taking that on. Um, me just supporting where I can and and really diving back into my business and seeing where where we can take that to the next level, really. Airbnb, what's going on for us? We have a new business coming up. Super stoked! I haven't told you about it. Oh, are we gonna say it on here, or are we, no? It gotta no. be off camera. It'll be it'll be off camera, but ain't, I, ain't no I, sneak peek for the phone. Ain't no. I'll pivot one of ours and like turn it into this, but I think it'll have a much much larger market cap, more yeah. cash flow. I'm I'm stoked. Man, I'm, I'm excited. Stoked. I'm excited to hear about it, man. And man, it's. Buying these storage facilities has been hard. I'm from Clovis, but I've just bought two homes in Ohio. Algorithm is getting me into my deals. Hey, good for you, man. That's awesome. So Congrats. What's your name? Yeah. What's We're your name, Facebook, Facebook yeah. user? Facebook user. What's your name, Facebook user? Congrats on buying your first two rentals. What's going on? This is my cousin, Mr. Kinney Kinney. What's up, my man? My man, J.R. But, um, the reason I made the pivot is I think too many people are scared to pivot or like scared to grow and scared to move. And I was talking to you about like, man, I'm not happy. I need to do something to change it up and make more money. Yeah. And so <clears throat> I just stepped away for like, what is it, a month and a half? Mm-hmm. And I did it. And you pivoted. Pivoted. Like pivoted into something that I think will create even more wealth, even more money and less of a headache. And we, and we talked about... Um pivoting in the sense of you have to get into a not a situation but you have to get into like a stable um sense with something else before pivoting right and right. you don't want to don't fall into the pivoting thing because i try and avoid this right to where you're just jumping into one thing and another mm-hmm. and another just like when you're starting out and you don't have your laser beam you just have fucking five different little laser pointers yeah because nothing is focused in mm-hmm all of the people who and Brandon Turner talked about this on Instagram. I don't I don't even know how he popped up on my shit. But he's like Gary Vee started off doing only wine library. Yeah. Everything else he does now, he's hired teams to do it. Yeah. Right. And then he can put a legitimate COO in place, CEO in place to run that company and push it forward. Because even now, right, to where we're we've cut off a couple things to where I got Yes, the businesses ran. They made us money, but like, is it really worth the mind space that it takes up? Mm-hmm. Just fucking cut it off and move forward, and then you can focus more energy in the other things. True. I just, um, I just seen something where they talked about 
um, growth is shit. In my, hopefully it wasn't when you was talking to Jason, but um, where they talked about your value of time. It was when we were talking. Okay, to Okay, so that, that's something that stood out to me, right? It was, uh, you know, you as you grow, you start to have a better idea of or a better understanding or value of your time. And so you learn how to replace yourself in odd end task, you know, and he's like he said, you don't want to be out there just writing letters because you're sending that signal to people that your time is worth essentially sitting there writing direct mail letters, you know. So I think that kind of correlates into being able to pivot because when you have something down, putting those systems and processes in place and things like that allows you to ultimately pivot the right way and not just go out and do something else but home's not taken care of, right? You get all that stuff taken care of, and then you can pivot. You want to be out there like a basketball player. My man don't know how to shoot, and you out there just fucking pivoting the whole time. You seen that time. Boondocks episode? No, I haven't, <laughs> but you just out there just pivoting, dog. You, you know, like, you ain't got no fucking purpose in why you pivoting. You just out there. No, you can't shoot. Ain't nobody to pass it to. You know what I mean? So you, you kind of want to make sure that you set yourself up so when you are ready to kind of pass that ball, you are ready to pivot, um, you know, you have some type of direction. Cool. And bro, it goes into the other day where the dude was talking about the scripts, and I think people worry about too much Mickey Mouse bullshit. Mm-hmm. He's like, bro, what script do I use? He's like, bro, I don't give a fuck. Hop on the phone. Yeah. Like, just hop on the phone. But like, I own a media company. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything about most of the things we do. And I, the other day, I caught myself doing some things for TikTok, and I was like, hey, we have a team for this. Yeah. It's not worth my time. Mm-hmm. And I'm not trying to be a dick, but like, it's not the type of work that I should be doing to push us forward in order for the, uh, the company to grow mm-hmm. so they can make more money overall. Yeah. Right. That's what you got to like. That's a weird dynamic that you got to kind of push to, to where, okay, if I do this, does it help the company grow to where there's more money coming in? Now I can give that person a raise. I can help them grow more. And then we can keep pushing it that way instead of you doing everyone else's jobs. And then nobody has opportunity. And then everybody's unhappy. If you were great at social media and producing content and think editing it and you know things like that, then you would have never made a social media or a content company. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you understand the value in it, but there's a reason why you essentially you made a company out of a necessity that you needed because you either weren't consistent with it or it took too much of your time to do it. So now you can't go creating something. And then try to manage the whole damn thing because when you tried to manage your own social media platform, it obviously probably not, wasn't, bro, it wasn't not consistent, consistent enough, right? And so that's why you hired someone. So what makes you think creating a social media company that you're going to be able to take over the reins and be able to do it consistently and it actually thrive, right? And we have someone who runs it for us pretty much. Yeah, right. Like we Max, shout out Max. Max will shout watch out this. Max. Shout I out. just got off the phone with Max. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I, had, I had to call him because. You know, I was, I was not even frustrated because he does an awesome job. It was more of like something that I was kind of like, why wasn't he reading my mind? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like you know what I mean? The clips is out there. I'm like, my man, like, where my fire shit at? You know what I mean? And so um, just hopping on the phone with him. And, and um, you know, you got to understand that a lot of people like different type of content. Right. We're all different. Like, right. There's a way to post content um, to to do, you know, to best optimize like algorithms and stuff like that but then it's who i am you know what i mean you do like a lot of the igtv stuff no right? we quit so don't do any igtv stuff well I, that that was part of our conversation i'm like bro i'm like i'm like the one hitter quitter bro like give me 10 15 seconds no that's what fire we need. shit that's what we need you know what i mean and then that's that's what i want you know what i mean and so i think it helps because now he's no longer creating content for me um and not really knowing what i'm looking for which is simple communication right and so that was that. That's what we got out of that conversation. I mean, it was just like, man, thanks, thanks for calling me because I got a better idea of like just who you are personally. Yeah. Because you want your content to be, you want people to gravitate towards you as a person, you as a brand. Exactly. And how are you going to create content if the person that's creating it for you don't know really who you are, or what, or even what you want to portray? I was talking to one of my friends. I um consult for i was like bro you, you're not doing enough with your brand like you need to be throwing down a lot more on your brand and he's like well what do i do i was like bro talk about whatever is going on yeah o- the only that is the only way it'll work because number one if you don't and you feel like you have a fucking persona it'll eat you alive yeah oh sh- dude, it'll eat because you al- you're trying to create you're trying to create content around something that's not you right i, I mean so there's two ways rafael vargas i've met him personally mm-hmm. he's not he's outward like that but Generally, he's just like an inward guy, like chilling all the time. Yeah. Like, yeah. 
Cool. But he's created a legitimate, amazing persona, and he kills Instagram more than anybody I know. He's the number one persona on Instagram. Yeah. But it's like Deion Sanders, bro. There's Deion Sanders, and it's prime time. Yeah. Prime time. And they, they pretty goddamn close. <laughs> right? But then, like, prime takes it to a whole nother level. Yeah, for so, sure. for, like, if you do do that, I'd tell you, like, prepare yourself for it. There's, like, mm-hmm. who is it? Cowboy? Um, in the UFC, who's like a fucking he wears like Trump suits and everything else. Mm-hmm. And he almost UFC didn't want to work with him anymore because he didn't have a good enough personality. So then he leaned into creating persona. And I was like, oh, this is me. For me, I guess my persona is I'm your guru's guru. And I just, I somewhat just play on that. Yeah. Right. Or I'm your guru's guru. And then I'd post about us, business, mindset, family, and investing. Yeah. Right, but I just talk about shit that is relevant to me and what I'm learning. Bro, it's easy when you and that way you can thought audit yourself and you can kind of process. All right, every every week I'm gonna try and do a solo one where I just talk for like I don't care if it's five minutes or mm-hmm. an hour. Yeah, it's really for me. Uh-huh. And then I have a journal of an hour long of like, wow, you grew that much. Yeah, and I've struggled with that. I've struggled. I struggled with um, solo. Um, what am I going to talk about? And I think a lot of people who probably start their own type of thing and. Um, Thinking about like what value do you really have, or you know, well, you gotta start off with you. You, you know, and, you, and when I put it in into that, because I feel like I talk about like myself and you know how you got to where you are and the the battles and struggles that you have daily, you feel like you you echo that a lot, but you really don't because I mean it's almost it's almost like advertising, right? You just you continue to put it out there because every time you put out who you are what you do, exactly. um, where you came from, where you started from, what what took you on your journey. Every time you talk about it, there's there's you're going to get new engagement with new people. So don't be afraid of repeating the same shit sometimes because there's value in it because not everybody heard it the first time you said it. Oh, bro. And I, I was watching an hour long Gary Vee video the other day. I'm going really hard on Gary Vee because I think he's he's like the best entrepreneur content creator besides Grant Cardone. Yeah. Right, I think yeah. Grant Cardone kills it, dog. All right, Grant Cardone's probably <laughs> one of the. I think yes, Grant Cardone's a, a salesman, but he's one of the best marketers alive. Mm-hmm. Like hands down, one of the best marketers alive. Right, all about relevance. Right, Grant's like, bro, if nobody knows you, nobody buys from you. <laughs> Flat out, that's true. And I tell every, people come to me for small business advice all the time. I like, go, well, do you have a TikTok? And do you have an Instagram? And are you posting every day? Mm-hmm. No, okay, then like go do those things, and we can talk later when you actually have a business. Right. So that let's like bring in clients because like, well, how do I get clients? How do I get clients? Bro, we grew a company to seven figures a year yeah. off of a Facebook account. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. If I can do that, your product's probably better than mine in your space. Mm-hmm. Or if it is similar to mine, you can do the exact same thing. It was not a ton of business knowledge. Yes. With our business partner, as far as back end. Yeah. He took care of all of that. But as far as front end stuff, bro, it was easy. Yeah. It, it, it ties into um, I was I always listen to, um, you know, real estate disruptors and stuff like that. And, um, you know, well, guys, we know um, R.J. Bates, who just won the Closer Olympics. Right. Um, that was a powerful episode in a sense, because we talk about scripts and we talk about what script do you use? Well, blah, blah, blah. And, and it's funny because what he said resonated with me because I kind of am that way in a sense of I don't really use a script. Because I'm just me. And I've said it plenty of times, like, not everyone's for everyone. You either like me or you don't. And I'm okay with that. And so he uses his his brand and who he is because when he went out and just created, you know, the 50 deals in 50 states, and it became one of those. We were part of that shit, by the way. We were part of that. Part of that shit. Indianapolis. Indianapolis. <laughs> um, and they and they got that bitch sold when no one else would get it sold. They the got way. it sold hundred percent. So we were definitely we were a part of his fifty deals in fifty states. Um, shout out Cassie and RJ Bates. Um, but he just talked about just you know he'll be on the phone with someone and they're just like, wait, are you are you you know who are you? You're like, how do I know you're real? Blah blah blah. And he's like, YouTube me, Google me. That's not on no script. You well, know what I mean? Don like, does the same thing. <laughs> that's when not on no script. Question him. He's like, hey, no. Go Google me. Go Google me. You know what I mean? And and you start talking about integrity and stuff like that and doing what you say you're going to do and blah, blah, blah. Um, but there's no script there. Just be relatable. Because what happens when you start trying to use scripts, you don't become relatable. You become more of a robot. Use it as a guideline. I like the scripts still for the guideline and, and for learning purposes. Learning purposes. Learning yes. purposes. So use them early. 
But I think at some point you kind of just got to throw it out. Now, what I think is awesome is learning how to handle ob objections, right? Learning how to use awkward silences, those listening twice powerful. as much as is, is, your, is your talking. Like those those things, I think when it comes to cold calling are more magical than it is necessarily the script. The script is just to give you, to get you out of that analysis paralysis uh, phase, you know, at the beginning of your journey. But once you be comfortable, once you become comfortable with what you you need to be asking, be you. Yeah. I mean, and then you still don't even need the script, right? You can take the script to your conversation, record all your phone calls, by the way, mm -hmm. um, and then review all your sales calls. And then you still don't need the script once you're good enough and you can go and listen to your sales call like, okay, bro, right here, I missed this, right here, I missed that, right here, I missed that. All right, so we missed these four things. We still got it, but I can still improve here because if, if you're never trying to improve yourself, and this will go into your cold callers, mm -hmm. your sales team, like we need to actively be doing these types of calibrations so we can be like, oh, no, no, you haven't hit it yet. You haven't hit it yet. Like you're not mm -hmm. there yet. Nobody's ever there yet. Like we're, I'm still doing things to improve. You and your team should still be doing things too, right? Yeah, you'll never listen to one of your phone calls and be like, and fuck, not. I smashed that. You know what I mean? Like, you'll never feel like it was just like awesome. You can be like, you know what? Like, I did some good shit in that call, but I missed out on this opportunity here or this opportunity there, or they were getting ready to just pour it all out. But then I started talking too much. Like, even if you do and you smashed it, I feel like, okay, I'm still going to bury you over time. Because mm -hmm. I think of Kobe Bryant. Kobe, I guarantee you when Kobe, Kobe scored 81, he was like, well, here, 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 and here. I could have done X amount of things better, and I would have scored 120. Mm -hmm. Right, so that—that's how I think. Yeah. Right. If you think you like smash everything and like, oh, you, you don't shit, whatever. That's what I like to say. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You don't shit. Okay. Cool, bro. I'm gonna bury you. But like, if you have that mindset of things when you go and you go to give yourself feedback, then you won't really grow at the rate that you can. Yeah. Is how what I think. Always got to be looking to improve. That's, I think that's the that's the biggest takeaway with cold calling is just always looking for a way to improve. How do I get better? How do I, how do I, and if you're constantly improving, you're going to ultimately close more deals in the long run because you're going to close some shit sometimes that you have no idea how you did it. You know what I mean? But it's just, you just got better. You know what I mean? Just like you said, Kobe might've felt like he could have scored 120 and he missed a lot of opportunities, but shit that ended up being 81 points. Yeah, that's cool. You know what I mean? So to, to, to a typical person. To a, like that's cool. He, he smashed person. it. You know what I mean? Have you read Tim Grover's books? Um, no, which, which one I, I've heard um, a lot of Tim Grover. winners and then relentless. I saw you. I just heard about relentless. Well, I've heard about it. Relentless is the only it. book that was like, okay, straight. You're not a psychopath. It's like other people are like this to yeah. where like, no, it's never good enough. Like it's always on. Like it always is fucking going no matter what you're doing. Mm -hmm. I don't care how good you did. Yeah. You're still in the room watching film. Like oh, it's midnight, but like right here, bro. Yeah. If you would have taken eight half steps sooner. That's a pick to where, like, if we apply that to life, bro, with sports, that's 100% real, real, real shit, all man. the time. Bro. Yeah. Like, all, like it is split seconds. Yeah. To where if you make that decision now, you are either a pro bowler, hall of famer, mm -hmm. or, uh, yeah, I played in high school. Bro, <laughs> playing tight end, man. It, it's the difference between fucking giving up uh, a, a tackle for a loss um, on a power play, right? Your number one job is to not get beat inside to the C gap. As a tight end, you got to wash that shit down, right? You get beat inside, I guarantee you, it's probably because either your head was down, you didn't lead with your hands, or you didn't take a, a, a left foot step to take away the gap. You know what I mean? You either stepped under yourself or you stepped forward, you gained ground, you never cut off the gap, and you never brought your hands with you. Like 100%, it's that simple. The difference between you, someone shooting that gap and blowing up a power play and you actually getting on the hip and washing the shit down. Right. And But Relentless will help you. I, bro, I, it is a top thing. Go Rich and Relentless, I think, are top like top two mindset books. And I'm mm -hmm. sure if I thought about it more, there'd be other ones. Yeah. But Relentless is up there just to get your mind in the right space. Yeah. And that was acknowledged. Daniel Reyes. I don't know why it comes up as his Facebook. Well, he, got, he got to make sure that he's, he's given uh, StreamYard permission. Um, I don't even know how that shit works, dude. Usually, when you open up the live, it'll, it'll tell you those things. It'll say like, "Do you want to grant Streamyard position uh, permission?" Um, so if you haven't done it, it doesn't work. What's going on, Dino? Me and Dino got some exciting things coming up. My man, Dean is the man, as we always say. Captain America is what I call him. And then Kalani says she absolutely recommends Relentless. Thanks, beautiful. 
Boom, boom, boom. Um, what were we talking? Any about? other books out there that you that maybe we haven't brought up that uh, in the audience you guys might have read and you think it'd be great for our audience to take a look at? You know, take a, a great read for them to to expand themselves. Oh, okay. I got a point. Um, this is not a book. While we're waiting for that, I'll talk on this. So I was at Tim Brott's mastermind the other day, and I was talking to a guy. He's like, "I'm not in the closers Olympics because." I want people to work for me to be in the closers Olympics, nothing else. Okay. I was like, yeah, you're right. And that, I mean, that's a different level of brand. Yeah. You're developing someone who's better than everyone else who's doing their own shit, but like I developed them mm -hmm. and they work for our company. Yeah. I win, right? To where the leadership skill surpassed everyone else. And this guy is bigger than most of the dudes who mm -hmm. are, I think all of them who are in, who even do anything relative to that. I was like, oh, yeah, you're right. Like, how can I get to a point where I'm developing people who go and compete in the clo Closers Olympics? I'm not doing it. Why would I do it? Yeah. I'm already past that. Yeah. I've already developed the skill. I have nothing to prove. Mm -hmm. Now I have someone else who works with us who's a savage, and I think he's better than everybody else, and he goes and kills it. Yeah. That's the goal. The goal isn't to be in the Closers Olympics. The goal is to have team members in the Closers Olympics burying other people. Yeah, because now you've expanded. Now you've expanded. Um, now you have, not, again, to go into that business and everything else. So kind of kind of uh, playing off of that, too. Um, like I recently recently just. Um, I recently going to step right back into cold calling, which is I mean, it, it can it can be a hit to your ego, if you want to say. Um, but for me, it was one of those things where it's like, OK, now that I have a lot more time, that's a part of my business that I actually want to expand, grow into just really become relentless. Right. And I felt like I had been so far removed from cold calling. I can coach someone on how to cold call and how to, you know, develop the mindset when going into it and a way of thinking about it and, you know, getting through those no's and, you know, embracing no's because, you know, once you get them no's, you know, them yeses are coming. But it's another thing to dive right back into it and actually have to coach yourself through those things again, because once you're out of it, just like if you haven't practiced, it's really hard to get back in there and just pick up the basketball and start shooting. You know I would, what I'm saying? I would push back on you and say, yes, for now, but what else could we be doing that's higher value work? I think this is it. Why do you think that's it? Because my goal is to expand on that side of the business. And just like anything I believe is, you know, when you're in it, you you can you can you have a higher value in a sense of instructional purposes. Like I always guiding. say, of actually, you know, being in there, hopping on those Zoom calls again, practicing a lot more because now I'm grooming people, right? You're you're getting them to that level to then at that point, they're self-sufficient enough to continue to build on it without me being there. Yeah. But as of right now, it's like a master class. It's like we're going to dive back in there. I'm diving back in there with you. And I, I've always it's always stuck to me. Um, one of one of my one of my mentors early in life was one of my uh, coaches was my principal um was my freaking teacher <laughs> um jose guzman and one of the things that always stuck out to me when i was younger and, and we were playing baseball and he was our coach is he said i'll never ask you to do something that i that i'm not willing to do and i felt like at this moment Absolutely. i'm not willing to cold call and so for me but it you was have cold called before. i have i have but i'm getting right back in yeah i'm rolling up the sleeves i'm getting dirty right there with you i'm not gonna be there for long you know what I'm saying? But like I'm getting in there with y'all. We're going we're going to go battle. And then eventually I think that just creates a whole different dynamic of a team because we are so small at this point in time. Now, I'm not talking about the, the you know, the business that you guys have right now when it comes to virtual assistants and stuff like that. It'd be crazy for you to hop back in there. You know, what I mean, start doing that for other people. Yes and no. Right. I'd never go fucking hop in and call yeah. for other people. Yeah. Um, If it absolutely called for it. Yes. Mm -hmm. But there is something to be said for hopping in when things are down and showing your team we fucking mm -hmm. got this. Yeah, you got to right? show like, you got to show, show people the, how how the fuck it's done, right? You and, know what I mean, in the mindset that goes to that, you know what I'm saying? Morale up. And if anything's happening, to where DM was talking about this the other day, to where I know one of his companies took a fucking massive hit, and mm -hmm. I was like, bro, how do you fucking handle that? So, like, bro, I talk to the team every day now, right? Because yeah. he's a lot more of a hands-off business owner. Yeah, and he's like, no, bro, I talk to him every day. Yeah. I talked to him. I was in all their shit for like a couple of weeks just talking to him. We got mm -hmm. this. We got this. You guys got this. Helping them with whatever they need, right? But mm -hmm. then it brings a lot more morale into that situation. And then everybody has a lot more faith when shit does hit the fan. Because if you are in business, 
and like everything's always going to be good, you're fucking wrong. Yeah. Something yeah. will hit the fan. 100%. More than likely, like in a couple hours, it'll hit the fan for you. Mm -hmm. And until you're, if it's a big one, we got to be there for the team. Mm -hmm. If we train our team to handle everything, and then if something big happens, like, oh, wow, yeah, I didn't train it for this shit. All right, let's go. Mm -hmm. Right. But just stuff like that. And it's always good for you. And it's, and it's different than, I guess you would say, in a parenting sense, if you're asking your child to do something, they do it wrong. You go in there, like, say you ask them to clean the kitchen uh, or wash the dishes and they wash it. They don't wash the dishes good enough. So then you get in there and you wash the dishes for them and then you leave. Well, there was no lesson really learned there because nope. you went in and did it for them. Whereas I think with cold calling and, and lead generation and stuff like that, there's always more work to be done. So I'm not doing it for them, but I'm showing them when you change your mindset and you change um, the way you attack something and being relentless with it, you can go in there and, and just tear some shit up. You know what I mean? It's like, to me, there's no reason why you don't generate, you know, enough leads, right? Because to me, that's that's more of a person. That's a person because everything is there. It really don't matter what script you're using, blah, 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 blah. I always say I can get in there with freaking with dead leads and at least turn dead leads into something. You know what I mean? Because but it's that's a different just different level up for me personally. It's a different mm -hmm. level of manifestation. Like, for sure. Like, I, you got to develop that shit. It, 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 you know what I mean? Like, I, I know that I can fucking cold call six hours a day and we'd be fucking smashing some shit. You know what I mean? But that's just what I believe. And so I can get in there and show you what that type of confidence can do for you when you go in with the right mindset of something. But if you're going into it like, oh, this is just this is another day. I'm struggling. Da, da, da. Well, shit ain't coming your way. Nothing. Nothing. Will, nothing will ever nothing come will. your way if you're going in like that. That energy just exudes off of you. Now, when I walk in that bitch and I turn on fucking call tools and I'm getting ready to put, you know, you know, available, who's next? Because one of you motherfuckers are selling me something. Someone's got my fucking money. <laughs> Someone's got my money Someone's and I'm here to money. collect it. You know what I mean? Like it, it has to be that type of mentality. And I think your team does grow from seeing you hop in there and they're like, fuck, like he, he's calling the same shit I'm calling. The only difference was the way that he attacked it. You know what yeah. I mean? And so there's there's. there's there's different measurables for that and stuff like that. It, bro, leading sales teams is hard. It is. I'd say it's one of the hardest things to do. I'd rather, I'd, I'd do it. I'd rather lead a project-based team than a sales team. I'd rather, you know, salesmen are fucking weirdos. Yeah. They're us, bro. Like, yeah. You're a psychologist. Yeah. A sport, you're a sports psychologist. Like, hey, bro, what's going on? What's when, going? when you're telling me that you're struggling with something, my first thought is like, what's going on with you? All right, what's really going on, bro? You know what like, I mean, how's home? How's the family? How's you know? How's this? How's that? Because this shit is rubbing off in your professional life. Who are you hanging around with? What have you been doing the last week? Have you been out and about? You just been partying, texting chicks all day, trying to get late. Like, is that your number one priority right now? Because I promise you, that's probably why you're struggling. Uh, did you? Well, I made a podcast the other day about a dude I played with at Fresno State who mastered the DMs. How do you master it? I mean, to master a DM, you got to spend a lot of time on that. From when we we're 18 years old up until now, <laughs> like he's like he has a DMing people problem. He's like what he is what he calls it. Yeah, but he, like me and Kalani sat. We took him to dinner the other day because he left, and he bro, the dude could write a book about this shit on how to DM women and get their phone numbers, like every single situation. And then like I took it and I'm like, bro, think about the amount of time he did that to develop that skill. If he would have put all of that time mm -hmm. and energy. Into something to look well right now. I think you could monetize this and make a lot of money. I really do. Hey man, there's always people out there. Hey, love, all, love is a seller, man. Bro, Eric, love is a seller. Love is a seller. People people desire and 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 yearn for love. But if you were doing that <laughs> and you're learning how to do some high level task, well, that's more than that. That's worth more than your college education. The amount of time you've sat there, taught, learned, trial, air, F you. It's like cold calling. Bro, it's like cold calling, but at a whole nother level. And he did learn it in college. And he learned it in college. <laughs> he learned how to take objection early. He he learned what, what words, what buzzwords would, what buzz would words. trigger what emotion. What the what, what did you send in the first three seconds? First three. <laughs> like all of it. <laughs> and bro, he had it. He was like, No, you don't want to say that. You want to say this, you want to send this type of It's noon, bro. It's this, it's, it's noon. They they're not responding at the same time. Legitimately, like that. it's like, bro, it's lunchtime, bro. They hungry, so they're a little angry. Don't go sending no cheesy shit around lunchtime. Like, <laughs> he had it down to a fucking science. Oh my goodness. That's but that shows wild. you like where your time goes is where you'll make where you develop all your skills. That is because he developed shit. a skill that no one else in the world, like I'm gonna tell you right now, no one else in the world has that type of skill set. 
Sheesh. I'm about to bring him on. I've thought about it, bro. I, I, I want to start a podcast like that is just bullshit. Like, is it gonna be like like is it gonna be one of those like hitch type things with like with Will Smith where like no one really knows who the person is? You know what I mean? He's like a matchmaker that no one fucking knows, but he he coaches you on how, how to DM chicks and 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 get them to fall in love with you within the first 60 days. <laughs> I mean he'll, he'll get the, he'll at least get you to the first date. That's that man wild. will get you to the first date. After that, man, you just you just gotta be you. After that, you got to be, but he's wild. That is something else I wanted to elaborate on. You got anything else, bro? Um, oh, make your bed. Jake said, "Make your bed." That's a, a really book? good book. Okay, okay. So Jake, really go, ahead, go ahead and tell us what book, what that book is about, man. Because I ain't making shit. You don't make your bed, huh? You don't make your bed. No, when I get out of bed, people are still in it. Does no one make your bed? Huh? No one makes the bed. No, my life is uh, it's crazy, dog. I've, I've read some, not read something like that book, but I've read something on like, that's why they do it like in the military. It's just a little your, win. It's a little win. A small it's just win a little win. It's sure. a little win to start your day. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I fucking did that. Yep. That's what, but I think, and it builds momentum, right? Mm-hmm. That's why it's 75 hard with the checklist, even yeah. though it's all psychological. It's awesome. Yep. Right there. How accomplishing a small task can help you build momentum to complete big ones. <laughs> there we go. Word for word. There we go. I think he just listened to what you were saying and then typed it into the chat. You hear him in the background saying, wow. <laughs> I could have just asked him, hey, Jake, what that book about? <laughs> making your bed. What else? I Making your bed. What are the other bullshit little things that I've like, added into my life just to like get myself momentum? I have a checklist. Okay. And I have a big three. Mm-hmm. That like okay, if I knock out those, I know I'm working. And generally, if I knock out those before nine a.m., I'm really working. Mm. Yeah, I don't have a checklist. I I like have like routines that I try do. You to... use a planner though for like at actual tasks that are going to push the business no, forward. No, I don't. You need it. I don't. Because then, like, you take all the shit that's up here, and I know you got a whole fuck ton of shit because I talked to you, right? <laughs> you got all this shit up here and all these different ideas. If we can just write them down, and we can okay. So we're going to implement this. What is the one thing I need to do to implement this thing that's going to take that process forward? Yeah. Because that's when we really start getting into business and helping the business grow. Mm-hmm. When we can actually, okay, knocked off this task. We built out this process or whatever it is. It's gone now. It's done. Mm-hmm. And we actually did the work because now we aren't just salesmen. Now we're actual projects doing different things that are help us grow. So the task that I've been really doing, to be honest with you, like it was really just... Um, Jason always, you know, he posts about his Project 369 book. And so that was a book that I had bought for me and a couple other people on really just... How do you like it? I, I really do like it. I, I like it a lot in a sense of it gives me it gives me something when I wake up in the morning. Like the first thing I do, like I, I go get my coffee and I actually get down and I sit in Starbucks and I put on some earbuds, depending on what music they got playing, right? Because in the book, they talk about a lot about uh, the tone. frequencies and, and things like that. And so I could put on like some music in my ear, put on a noise cancellation so I, so I don't hear anything. Um, and I really just write out, um, you know, I read, I read, I think each day starts off with your manifestation. Um, you write it three times in the morning, six times in the evening, and then, I'm sorry, in the afternoon, and then nine times before you go to bed. And so really getting on, my mental, you know, the things that I think about, um, the things that I want to receive or the things that I, I want to manifest into my life, um, things like that. Like, so for me, like that right now is my routine and really starting to open up my mind and really think about what is it that I want. Um, it's led me to have conversations with my wife um, because I can, because I, I, I kept getting caught on certain things like what are your desires or you know things it's like hard. that it's really hard and what, and what, what you got to think about is what are you i can't say what my desires are because you know i have desires but my desires are also tied to what i want in the sense of a relationship too mm-hmm. and so how do you answer that if you don't if you've never had that conversation with your significant other yeah and so then that led to conversations like what what does our life look like in in 5 years like what is it that you've always wanted? You know, how do you want to live? What kind of lifestyle do you would you want? And we go and we answer that question, but it's like, okay, well, you have a housekeeper now. So now what does that look like? 
you know, because it may not, we may, we don't think on a big scale sometimes when you talk about like your desires, you know, this is if everything was perfect in the sense of, you know, where you lived and how you lived and what you did with your time. What does it look like? What does that look like? Because we can say that we want this house, but then your first thing is like, well, shit, I don't want to have to clean that house. Well, no, you got a, you got a housekeeper now. So now what kind of house do you want? Like, you know what I mean? Like, so it well, really, you're going to always take away from yourself. It's the craziest mm -hmm. thing, bro. You're going to take away from yourself. You're going to be like, I want this. Well, the number one thing, right? So I was talking to my real dad the other day mm -hmm. and I was like, um, yeah, I'm going to buy a jet. He's like, yeah, but those things are really expensive upkeep. I was like, I don't give a fuck. I have money to buy a jet. Yeah. But like, that's, ex that's the first place where he went. Yeah. To where that's what you're trained to do is like, oh, well, but this. Yeah. Oh, well, but that. Like, no, I'm going to mm -hmm. fuck. Yeah. This is what it is. I already know what it looks like. I don't know how much it's going to cost me every month. I'm going to fuck. Yeah. I have it set up. Yeah. It's fine. And then I can go and I can manifest something else and I can see what it looks like next. Mm -hmm. Like, what are the other things I want in my life? And then I can figure out all of those crazy thoughts that come in your head that tell you, oh, no, you can't do that. Yeah. Oh, no, your life can't look like that. Oh, well, no, it's too far away. Right yeah. to where yeah. I got into real estate. I remember at the very beginning, I was like, you know what? I want to get into real estate so I can buy plane tickets from Fresno, California to Baltimore, Maryland, whenever I want. So my son and my son's mom can see our family. That's yeah. why we got started. Yeah. And other people still told me bullshit. Right. But then like, okay, well, how can I make that happen? Mm -hmm. Now it's turned in just to Salt Lake mm -hmm. and Fresno with a private jet. Mm -hmm. I knew that I wanted to be like, I wanted to be bi-coastal. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I knew like, um, yeah, I want uh, invest in real estate locally and stuff like that because I love our market. But like, I don't. You know, one thing that that came up with me and my wife is that we don't have like an, an aspiration of having like, you know, a 10,000 square foot house. Like, you know, what I mean, like, just give me something cozy, something that, you, you know, we don't feel cluttered in. But like, I want a house in other locations. So then the next question is, so, babe, where, where would we want to buy another house at? Like, where would we want to go travel and spend three days, three weeks out of, out of the year or three months out of the year two and things like that? And then the, the answer that comes from that is. You know, we can say what, what it is or where we might want that to be. But reality is we haven't really got, gone out and, and experienced other places because you may think that it's Hawaii. Right. People are like, oh, I want to get a house in Hawaii. But like, you, you may think it's, you may. Well, I mean, I've been what's, there. But like, what's but Hawaii you, to you? But what's Hawaii to you? You might go somewhere freaking. Yeah. Salt Lake City. Right. I ain't, I ain't never been to Salt Lake City, but I might go there and completely fall in love with it. Like, no, I need a house here. Oh, Hawaii. I want one here. Yep. You know, and so all that did was tell us that we don't get out enough. So it's like, OK, we need to start getting out more, which means we need to just start just booking flights and just go somewhere. Just me and you, because to this day, I mean, I, we've been married since 2016 and, I, and we still haven't even had a honeymoon. I can't even think of the last time me and my wife has gone somewhere and just it just been me and her. Yeah, bro. Fucking get in there. <laughs> so yeah. asking your significant other those questions on kind of what your desires are. And what does your life look like 5, 10, 15 years from now? Um, it, it'll lead you to some pretty damn good conversations. Yeah. The three, six, I need to get that three, six, nine shit. But back to the checklist that you mm -hmm. do need. We're thinking differently now. What yeah. can we do to push the business forward today? Mm -hmm. If it is like sales calls and everything yeah. else, but like we still have back end systems since you mm -hmm. are your own integrator right now. Mm hmm. We still have to build that out. And mm -hmm. then like when we once it's built, it never has to happen. I think my systems is good. There's always we, more shit. Of course, there's there's but I'm not I'm not I'm not in the in the business or in the game of just building systems that haven't been identified. Like I can walk not up, I can identified, but you already I know you. Hmm? I've talked to you about this. But shit. we've spent time, remember, we and we talked about it on a podcast. I spent time two two, three months ago developing a system in a process to when a lead comes in. What happens with that lead through the closing of that lead? So we have that in place where we lack now is personnel. Who's getting it there? And that's that's my checklist right now. Who who's doing what? We 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 took a, took out some positions or some people from positions, and now at this point we're going to start becoming not a one man show because I still have Chris, but we're going to start tag teaming some of this stuff because we know what the system and what the steps are to do it to do it. Now we're just we're not going to have the manpower that that we would like to have, but understanding that right now we're building into that at this point because now we're just plus, we have roles already. Now we just got to start, start developing people and and finding the people to put into those roles. I still think you need the power list. Okay, the three the three per, the just three tasks. Mm -hmm. What are the three tasks that are going to get me further? 
like closer to whatever whatever we're manifesting, whatever the goal is. So like, what are the three things I'm going to? What what was it today? I have to set up um another crypto account mm-hmm. for that. Like something only I can do. And if it's something and I look at it and like, oh, Stride, you can delegate this, and I delegate it. Mm-hmm. But it still allows me to see like where my time value is. Yeah. Right. Like when I'm writing down, then it's like, oh, Stratton, you're so silly. No, <laughs> you don't want to do that. Like yeah. I got that. I think I have to, I had to have that conversation with the broker. I just had a conversation with the broker. And then there's one other thing I can't remember, but then I'll pull out my planner when we're done with this shit. And I'm like, okay, I'll go do that or I'll delegate it. So we had we had some um, things that we need that I need that I, I needed to knock out um, on the Airbnb side because we have our listing up. Um, and then we have pictures coming up. So there's like there was some uh, odd end things that um, needed to be done around that listing that we had. I may had to make a couple store runs. I had to make a, a bank trip. So, I mean, I've knocked off things that was on that list today. Today's my mom's birthday. Happy birthday, mom. Happy birthday. Um, Happy birthday. So FaceTime my mom, had that conversation with her. Um, and just really just I guess the number one thing that's important to me at this point in time. Um, yeah, we have our businesses and stuff like that, but. It really became like my wife, to be honest with you. It's 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 I feel like with women, they get after having kids, you know, every woman has has goals. They have passions. They have things that, you know, make them who they are. And I think a lot of the times with women, you know, when you go through having kids and being a mother and being a wife, stuff like that, you lose who you are. Bro, and it's, it's funny because it I'm having this horrifying. conversation. I'm having this conversation with my mom this morning, and she's like, you know, um, you know, everything good. Da, da, da. I'm like, you know, yes, yeah, you know, it's great. I'm like, you know, to be honest with you, like what's important to me right now is 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 helping my my wife find out, you who know, rediscover is. who she is again. Like that's what's important to me. And the next thing, like I'm just talking, and I literally break down on the damn phone with her. And I'm like, and I almost laughed it off because I'm like, I don't know where the hell that came from. You know what I mean? And she's like, you know, is it a bad thing? I'm like, no, it's not a bad thing. But, you know, in order for me to have grown to where I, we've grown and where I've grown, I've had to have a hell of a support system, oh, yeah. which was her. You know what I mean? And so what's more important to me at this time is being that support system for her, because there's nothing worse than being, you know, as a husband is looking at the person that you love the most in the whole wide world and you see them like lost. Like, who am I? Like, what is my purpose right now? Besides just being a mother, like it, it's dope to be a mother. I get it. But like you, You're one, so thing that I've, that. one thing that I've learned with self-development and, and all this, all this stuff is individual individuality and who are you outside of being a mother? Like those are things that you do. But who are you? What makes you a great mother? What makes you a great wife? Like that's become like my newest passion is finding out how my wife ticks, what makes her thrive. Where did where, where have you did read I the s- love languages book? Huh? Have you read the love languages book? Yet? I haven't. It's I've been recommended it like five different okay. from five different people. Yeah. For leadership and for spousal relationships. Yeah. And that's huge, man. Because my growth is tied to her growth. You know what I mean, and I and I firmly I firmly believe that, and yeah, she, Kalani says she's not alone. She's she's not alone, you know, and 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 so I think as as a, as a husband, fiance, you know, whatever, like you you have to be in tune with that because you you're not going to be able to grow when you know in the back of your mind that you're almost neglecting someone else's growth. Well, you're going to get a divorce. Mm-hmm. Is, is what's going to happen? Like that. Yeah, you're just going to get a divorce. Yeah, like because you will either number one outgrow your wife. Mm-hmm. And if you're not cognizant of your growth and you don't try and bring your life along with you, mm-hmm. then it's just going to end up like because you just won't be in the same vibration. And it'll be awful to be with. It'd be, it'd be, it, Think it, about all those it, it friends you have. Your life. It affects all of your life. Mm-hmm. Think about all those friends who you just don't even vibe with. Well, you guys used to fucking kick it all the time, <laughs> always together, and then now together. Like, hey, yeah, what's up, bro? How you doing? Oh yeah, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, but like, there's no substance. Mm-hmm. You two are on two completely different vibrations now. Like, and, and I completely, I completely tell her, like, look, like you can get up in the morning, um, and go figure out what the Airbnbs need, what we need to get it here. Like, you just go, and fi- I, I'll stay with the kids. I'll just work from here. You know what I mean? And just, it looks like when I leave, it's like, damn, like you, you just like being gone. But it's like it's low key to peace. <laughs> it's low key to peace of being alone. And so it's like. I want her to find that piece of being alone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I honestly don't think that that you can grow and become a better version of you 
if you're constantly nurturing or taking exactly. care of someone else. You you have to be in a car just looking at nature and and, and one thing that process I, your thoughts. Process your thoughts. That's like why do I feel this way? Why do I feel this way? You know, what what took me here? Or, you know, they talk a lot about um, millennials and and how you know we, we get so caught up in our phones and sometimes we lack imagination. And that comes from just sitting there and letting your mind wander. Well, if you're being a parent, your your mind's never wandering. Yep. So you're never growing. And so I want her to wander. You know, I want her to think like, why the fuck does he get up and just hop out of bed and go go get coffee? Like, why is that so important to him? You know well, that's I mean? just important. That to me, like to me, it's that, important. To me, it's important. But number one, it's hard for some people to understand like why I would get upset when something comes up in the morning. We need to go do something else, and I can't do that. You know what I mean? Like, why is that so important to him? Like, wh- what is this piece that he's fucking getting by <laughs> going to go get this coffee in the morning and writing in this Project 369 book? You know what I mean? So um, that's been my number number one goal or n- number one thing on my checklist um, for for the last few weeks, for sure. Journaling helped me out a lot as far as, like, who are you? What do you want? What's mm-hmm. going on? Because, I, I mean, we still went through, like, the not knowing who the fuck we are when we quit playing sports. Mm-hmm. Like legitimately, like, bro, who am I? Like, mm-hmm. you're a piece of shit. Like, like, yeah, all those other crazy thoughts of, I mean, it's nowhere near to where I think mothers get subjugated to, to where like, oh no, you're just a mom, you're a stay-at-home mom. Mm-hmm. Even though that is an amazing thing, if you want to be more than that, you can be more than that, mm-hmm. right? So, journaling down what you want to accomplish, like, same thing. I get it. Does she have a three sixty nine book yet? I bought it for her. Yeah. yeah, that'll help out so much no, for sure. And as I read it, I'm like, oh yeah, she, you need to start right. reading this. So, yeah, that's kind of that's kind of where we are right now. Three tasks. Mm-hmm. Even with that, mm-hmm. what's a task that'll push forward my relationship today? Mm-hmm. Game changer. For sure. Game changer. For sure. I believe you. <laughs> um, you got anything else, bro? I don't, man. I got just moving at this point in time. What, what do I got? Oh, I got some sales. It's Black Friday. We are running a sale on skip tracing. Okay. Send an email to support at callmagicians.com. All skip tracing is at nine cents, and then wow. right, damn, yeah, damn, that's good, yeah, give me your money, <laughs> <laughs> and then we're running a um, our media company is running a Black Friday sale on ten thousand followers for what would that be for five thousand dollars? Okay, bargain, all real followers, all of it, all of them, all of them, all of them. I'm not, barely making money on that, and one. I'm not, and I'm not, I'm not one of them, unless you follow me. Mike, Mike will be one of them. <laughs> Mike, I, if you're big enough, I'll follow you too. Oh man, for sure. Um, man, what was this? Twenty today's twenty fourth. It's Wednesday. Um, shoot, man, that's it's the best time of year, bro. This is my favorite time. Of year. I, oh, I love I love this time of year when you, especially when, you, like I said, when you talk about. I think I just made a post about it. You know, give, give, give. And you don't receive like, you know, like this is going to be the time where a lot of people are going to turn into givers and don't don't stunt them from from their own from the Thank growth. You. Yeah. Just by not give. being able to receive, you know, the gift that they're giving to you, allow others to sow into you um, so then you can continue to sow into others, you know, but it can't be a one way street. And, and, you know, when someone's trying to sow into you and trying to give to you, understand that it becomes a greater thing. You know, you, you do see it a lot at like coffee shops and stuff like that. People paying it forward, paying for the coffee behind them and, you know, things like that. So don't be, I guess my message for this time of year and hopefully it leads into next year and, you know, whatever, but do not be afraid to, to, to receive, receive others gifts. Well, don't let right now be the only time you give. Like if Mm -hmm. you could have this all year long, you'll, you'll be better off. Yeah, I like this time of year because I do give all year. And so it becomes a little bit more um, joyful. I think that it's this time of year, people are more receptive to receiving yeah. this time of year, whereas sometimes it's kind of like, what do you want from me when you're giving throughout the year? But around the holidays, when you're giving, there's there's no expectation from that point. And I think that's that is people are just more receptive. And I think that's probably what I love the most about this time of year. We got, I'm only going to be, I'll be here next Wednesday, but then I'm gone for the rest of the month. Next Wednesday, gone for the rest of the month. Well, that will be the end of the rest of the month. No, I'll be gone all, all of, December. Um, I'll be gone all December. You'll be going to Salt Lake? Yeah. 
Jeez. I mean, we can, we can, we'll do it virtually, but. Okay. We got my baby's birthday coming up. My baby's turning one December 2nd. Which day is that? Hmm? Oh, oh, shit, I'm lying. <laughs> Too many kids. My daughter is turning, um, she's turning five. Which day is that? Though? December. Ooh, I believe it's December, December 2nd. My daughter. Which day is, um, what, that the, is what day is a, the birthday? I remember you texting the, about that. The, shit. The, she's having her birthday thing on the like the fourth, which is a Saturday. Okay. And so that means her birthday is on what Wednesday? Thursday? Thursday. I don't, I don't know. It means her birthday will be on Thursday. And then my other baby, my baby baby, she turns one in January. So that was fun, bro. Well, hello you guys. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Please don't forget to go like subscribe give us a five star review if you're watching this on youtube go hit that subscribe button it's actually nope right somewhere wait wait wait, wait, wait. right there right, right there, there. <laughs> hey and, and, and since since we're talking about giving and stuff like that we can come up with something that we want to give um to people who have if you can go and subscribe to our podcast and share it onto your instagram story make sure you tag stratton and myself Go ahead and share our podcast to your friends, family by posting it on your story on Instagram. We will pick a random person who had subscribed and shared it to their story so we can prove that you actually did it. Um, and we'll choose a follower and we'll send some type of special gift. I'll send, you, know, I'll send you 50 bucks. We don't know what the gift is yet. Maybe it's 50 bucks. Maybe it's something more. It depends on how generous we are based off of how many, how many tags we end up getting. Right. And um, if you, anybody knows anybody, wherever you are, who needs Thanksgiving dinner or they need help with Christmas, Christmas, mm -hmm. let us know. We'd love to help out in any way we possibly can. I know last year, the hub, I think we did like 7000 plus in mm -hmm. just toys. Yeah. And toys for just other kids. And this is just through the hub and through other people who came to us. Mm -hmm. And so if you guys do know anybody who's struggling or who will be struggling during the holidays, please reach out to us. It'll all be 100 percent anonymous. Mm -hmm. We don't care. Like I got. We don't want anybody to know this is something, though, I don't think any kid should not get a present on Christmas. For sure. I talked to my wife, actually, and, and so we're actually working on something to do for Christmas also. Um, and we'll be doing a giveaway um, to probably two families uh, for Christmas. Um, we'll be giving a, a nice donation to two families uh, for Christmas. And so we haven't figured out exactly how we want to go about giving that. But I know that's something that I definitely want to do, like you said. Uh, no kid, no family should should not feel the love during the holidays. So um, this is a time for giving, and, and I definitely plan on being able to do so, and I'm looking forward to being able to do that. But we're going to start with sharing our podcast, subscribing to our podcast, <laughs> tagging Stratton and myself, <laughs> and a lucky winner will, will receive a gift. Oh, yeah. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We really appreciate you. Thank you for tuning in to the Free Agent Real Estate Investing Podcast. Don't forget to give us a five-star review. If you would like to stay in touch with Stratton and myself, follow us on Instagram. And please be sure to subscribe to our Free Agent REI Podcast YouTube channel and give us a thumbs up. Oh, like I fucking... Uh,